Hello, I'm your host, Jodie Minto, and welcome to my podcast, Online Store Success. My mission is to help other emerging entrepreneurs crack the code for e-commerce success for a life of uncapped income, flexibility, and fun. I'm an award-winning seven-figure e-commerce fashion founder, a certified digital marketer, and business and life coach. I'm also a Prosecco-loving wife, mother of two teens, a Facebook ads nerd, and a crazy animal lover. I've been in business for over 20 years now, and during that time, I've helped hundreds of others start and scale their online e-commerce stores through my coaching programs. I love all things business and know firsthand how rewarding it is to have a career on your own terms, turning a passion into a profitable business and the freedom and flexibility that comes with it. Each week, I'm going to share with you the ups and downs of this crazy e-commerce journey that we call life and help you start that business of your dreams or help scale your existing online store. Let's get started. Hello, welcome to this episode of Online Store Success with me, Jodie Minto. Today, I have a very special guest joining me. I am chatting with Linda Thomas from Ashlink Digital, all things email flows. And particularly, we, we'd say Clavio, but if you're using MailChimp or MailerLite or something like that, you should be using Clavio. But if you are, these these flows still apply. They are five uh automated flows that you should have in your e-com business to help you make more sales while you sleep. So without further ado, welcome, Linda. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for inviting me today, Jodie. I'm really excited to be here. I'm so thrilled to have you. Linda has, uh, for everyone listening, uh, Linda actually came in as a guest speaker to my group uh, this week, no, last week. A few weeks ago, yeah. Soon, recently, recently, yeah. <laughs> um, which was awesome and came through and gave us a, a, an advanced lesson on all things Clavio. So today we're going to sort of chat about like five key automated flows that are helpful for e-commerce businesses. But first of all, I've got this new thing and yes, 100%, I stole this from Jane Lou's podcast, but it's awesome. Thanks, Jane. I hope you don't mind. Um, where I want to ask you three different statements and two of them have to be true and one is a lie and I've got to try and guess which one's the lie so hit me with it hit me with it Linda tell me give me a give me give me statement number one okay statement number one um is I have lived in 18 different addresses in Brisbane oh that's that's huge I don't know (laughs) tell me statement number two (laughs) statement number two is I used to work at a mine site okay kind of feel like that maybe that's true but anyway give me statement number three and statement number three is my dream career as a child was movie producer I feel like 18 different places in Brisbane seems like a lot so I'm going to guess that that's the lie um okay so it is a lot um, but it is also true. So um, when I first moved to Brisbane, I would, I was young, I was single, and I did a lot of share house living. So um, I have lived in just about every area of Brisbane. So eighteen different addresses over the oh my gosh, uh, course of yeah twelve years or so. Oh gosh. Okay. Well, then my <laughs> second guess for the lie is a movie producer, and the reason why I'm guessing that is because. I don't know that that many school kids know what a producer actually does. 
Yep, that one's correct. I did not want to be a movie um, producer. <laughs> so um, I I actually wanted to be uh, work in advertising when I was little. So it's um, that one is the lie. Got it. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Got there in the end. Awesome, awesome. Thank you for that. And you did work on a mine site. I did. I worked in a coal mine in central Queensland. Wow. That sounds very... I don't know, dry and hot. <laughs> um, it was dry, it was hot, it was cold in winter, it was very exciting um, and I loved every minute of it. Really? Yeah, I did, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow, that's so cool. Awesome. Well, I'm keen to hear a little bit more about your background. How did you start out and how did you end up running your own Ashlink digital business? Okay, so um, as I said, I, I, I used to want to be working in um, advertising since I was a child, ever since I watched Melrose Place when I was little, and the main character, Alison, was an advertising account executive. I'm, I'm showing my age here, yep. aren't I? So <laughs> no, I, um, I, loved, I loved her um, glamorous lifestyle, and I um, actually, you know, found out what that meant, and I liked the idea of, um, you know, being able to sell products, and she worked in a very glamorous industry, so that was something that had always appealed to me. And I think marketing had just always appealed to my personality type. So um, I went straight out of university and did a comms degree and then went straight out of, um, straight into university, sorry, and then straight out of university started working in uh, communications and marketing. So uh, that was what I actually did out at the mine site. So I was the the resident comms person um, right. out at Mara. And um, and then I um, moved to Brisbane, and while I was living in eighteen different addresses, I worked um, <laughs> I worked on a lot of projects, um, starting off in the construction industry, I guess, because that was very similar to mining, and um, and then sort of sort of made my way around, worked for a few different government departments and large corporations um, and universities as well, um, working in comms and marketing, and I just loved it and. Uh, in those um, in those organisations, I was often in control of very large email lists that um, where we had to send out very important emails. And I first fell in love with email service providers while working there, and just loved getting into the back end and being able to analyse the results. You know who opened them, um, looking at the hotspots in the emails, what the most clicked on links were, and and all those kinds of things. So. Um, after, I guess this is possibly a reoccurring theme with a, with a lot of other women working in this industry, working mm-hmm. as, you know, entrepreneurs or in e-commerce or as digital marketers like myself. But, you know, I found that the corporate world was very grinding um, and it wasn't very family friendly. So while I was on mat leave with my second child, I kind of schemed a bit um, and sort <laughs> of, uh, you know, started to... um create an exit plan um, for moving out of the corporate world and into my own business. So I started off um, a couple of years ago, I started off doing copywriting because that was probably the easiest, um, Mm -hmm. the easiest marketing tool for me to fall back on being a writer and doing a lot of writing in my, in my other roles. Um, And then I, I found that I had always wanted to expand and I think I sort of got pushed into it when I just came across so many clients um, especially small business, especially small e-commerce businesses where I saw that other things weren't getting looked after properly, their websites weren't getting looked after properly, um, particularly their email marketing wasn't being looked after properly at all and or they were getting bad advice from people where um, that may not have been experts in those fields and, you know, here I was an expert in email marketing and I was doing copywriting so I thought, okay, maybe I should 
start offering my email marketing services as well. And, um, you know, I had been working in Klaviyo for a couple of years, so I became a Klaviyo partner. And um, slowly but surely, I just started taking on more email marketing clients. And e-commerce is probably one of my my biggest service areas at the moment. So I still do a little bit of B2B. Um and um, but I, I really do love e-commerce. Sort of that's my that's my jam, and that's the the area that I love to sit in. And I love working with different business owners and um, helping them grow. I get a lot of satisfaction out of that. So that that's kind of where I got to to where I am, Jodie. I love it. I love it. I love that we always have like this secret exit plan out of our corporate jobs <laughs> too, right? Like, you know, like we're working and we're still doing a good job, but we're also the, you know, the cogs are ticking and it's like, how can I get out of here? That's right. Yeah. 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 I love that. I love that. So tell me a little bit about, um, you know, we're, we're sort of the theme of today we've, we've chatted about this offline is that we want to share five automated flows that every e-commerce business needs, because I know a lot of e-commerce businesses that I work with, they either have one, or they have a few that they're all switched off into draft mode, so they're not actually firing. Or they might have, say, for example, just like abandoned cart and it's just one blanket email. There's no sort of actual flow of ongoing emails. So I don't want to give away anything. So I'm going to I'm going to ask you to share what you think are the top five. So let's. What do you think? Number one. What's the what's the most crucial uh, automated flow every e-commerce business owner needs? Um, absolutely number one would be the welcome flow because that's where you're getting all of your leads in from your website. So if your website doesn't have some sort of pop-up or fly-in or teaser on your website, it, it should have one. Um, I know a lot of people may feel a bit uncomfortable about having a pop-up, but pop-ups really do work. Um, they're mm. hugely successful, as you would know, Jodine. If you're getting a lot of traffic to your website, they might not they might not be ready to purchase straight away. So what you want to do is you want to have a way to be able to capture their details um, and keep them as a lead and nurture that lead. Build a relationship with them. You're, you're possibly already building a relationship with them on social media. You've got a great website. Um, along with your website, your email list is something that you own. In Australia, you have to have permission to be able to send marketing emails to people. They have to give you your permission. So having a pop-up mm -hmm. on your website that goes straight into your newsletter list or whatever your main email marketing list is, is the easiest way to turn, you know, um, you know, people that may drop off your website at some point just to get them back in and get them in front of you. Well, one of the easiest ways outside of looking at your, you know, your other acquisition channels. Mm -hmm. So with yeah. um, a welcome series, that's usually attached to your sign-up form. So say, you know, you get a sign-up form, it says something along the lines of um, free gift with your next purchase or 10% off your first purchase. You think, oh, I'd like that. Or $25 of, you yeah. know, if you spend over $100, I'd like that. That sounds really good. Happy to pop my name and my email address in. And then, you know, you notice if you if you do that with other companies, you'll get in a little email that says, hi, welcome. Here's your discount code if you haven't got it already. Um, and so what we like to do is um, well, what I like to do, and I've worked with a lot of very large e-commerce email agencies and we do this and we create an actual flow. So we don't just send a one-off email. Um, we send mm. a series of emails. You don't have to, you know, reinvent the wheel here. Keep it very easy. I keep it to three to five emails depending on, you know, I guess how much you want to invest in it and what your email marketing strategy is or your overall marketing strategy is. Um, 
So if you're happy for me to, Jody, I'll quickly run through what. Oh, because I was going to yeah. say what people yeah. usually do with those kind of uh, initial opt-ins, whether it's a spin the wheel or get 10% or free shipping or whatever it is off their first purchase is that they send the one email with the discount code, mm. the end. <laughs> and yeah, then that's and right. then yep. they land straight on then their general newsletter list. There's no sort of nurturing yep. beyond that. So, yeah, tell us what, what, what should we include in that, say, three to five email sequence beyond just giving them the discount code? Yeah, definitely. So I like to have, um, I like to use the discount code as the reason why people will opt into that email list, but I don't make it the sole reason for the email. So when I create a welcome email, you know, you'll have your discount code in there, but I use email one as a bit of a brand introduction. So I call it the brand introduction and the offer. So um, if somebody's just had a super quick look on your website, say they've come through from one of your, you know, fantastic Facebook ads and, and you, you know, you've got that click, they've gone through to the website, they might still be deciding whether or not they want to buy, they might not have had a lot of time to think about what your brands are, or they might have come through um, from a channel where they only knew about one of your products. So um, I like to do a little bit of a brand introduction, a bit of a summary about who you are, um, you know, what products you offer um why you do what you do very quickly just keep it very brief and then um you know remind people about that you know the discount or the the spin the wheel or whatever it was that they've got and the reason I do that is I don't want to overwhelm them in that first email but I do want to give them a little bit of a taste of who they're dealing with so you know welcome to the family this is what you can expect from our emails this is what we sell um here's our range you can put a you know you can put a couple of bestsellers in there if you like and Clavio's fantastic in that you know you can actually drag products into your email so you don't have to you know fidget around with stuff so um you know you can get as creative as you want or you can keep it really simple um for the second email I usually wait a day or two and then I send another email through and this is what I call more of a, a brand deep dive and this is where I like to talk to um say for if I'm copywriting for one of my clients this is where I would talk about more of the companies um you know who we are why we do what we do, why we do it best, your value proposition, all of those great things that you would have come up with when you're creating your website content or your digital marketing strategy. You've got all those key messages there. Again, don't need to reinvent the wheel. You just need to keep it very concise. And we go through that because we want to start building a relationship with them. And, and that we keep that nice and consistent with, you know, the social media marketing or the organic social media messaging that you're doing and your your website content. So a um, bit more of a brand deep dive and, you know, the reminder, oh, have you used your 10% discount yet? So we keep that in there, um, remind them about the discount, just prompt them if they haven't bought yet. Um, yeah. And then email sort of three to five, you get a little bit further into it. So I like to use things like social proof, testimonials, um, as seen on if you've been, you know, in any sort of publications or on TV, um, if you've had any brand ambassadors or influencers use your products and stuff like that. So you sort of just go down the line. So just keep it simple. You can start with three. So just number one, introduction, number two, deeper dive, number three, social proof. So great. That's so great. And like I said, they're often completely missing from any of the communications and people want to know about the, the brand and, and ideally the person about uh, behind the brand, which is why I ask the, the the two truths and a lie. People want to connect with the human side of it. So if you can share some of that brand story in, in those emails, that's, that's you know, that will definitely help uh, continue to, to build up that connection and that relationship and, and nurture that lead. 
Absolutely. Yeah. People will buy from someone that they trust. So you want to be able to establish that trust and, and really feel like you're building a personal connection with them. Absolutely. Okay. So number two, what's the second most important automated um, flow that an e-commerce folk needs? The second most important for me would be abandoned cart. So mm-hmm. uh, people lose a lot of leads. Um, somebody might be hesitant to, um, to to click on that purchase button that, you, you know, I they might come back and they'll add a whole bunch of things to cart. They haven't made a decision yet. Or maybe they've just forgotten about it. They might be at work. They might be picking up the kids and they might just close their browser. If you've mm. already got their details, they're going to, Clavio or the, the email marketing um, provider that you're using, they'll be able to um, pick that up and automatically, you know, show you that somebody has abandoned their cart. So you can actually set up a trigger in your email, um, in your email marketing system like Clavio and it triggers if somebody has added to cart but then hasn't fulfilled that order. So again, this is something that some people use um, maybe like a um, an, an app if they're on Shopify or a plugin if they're on WooCommerce and you can do just a, you know, a one-stop abandoned cart, but those are very generic and they're not really giving yeah. anybody a reason to come back and fulfill that order. So again, I like to make this an email series. I don't just send one email. Um, I send a couple of emails. And also remember that you can set up your flows that if somebody makes a purchase anytime in that email flow, they don't get the next set of emails. So you're not bombarding somebody who's already made yeah. a purchase. All of that's really easy to set up. Um, um, so one question, one question. Yeah. <laughs> Where, I mean, time-wise, because I know this yeah. is a the time delay, I should say, the time delay mm-hmm. between they've abandoned the cart and then sending mm-hmm. that first email. What do you recommend? I like to wait about four hours just in case if they've got a browser open and it's something that, you know, they they might have just closed it because they want to have a little bit of a think about it or because they were actually in a rush and they were doing something else. So I, I don't spam them or anything straight away. I wait a nice solid four hours and we just do that first little prompt, you know, um, oops, did you leave something behind? I think that's one of the default sort of ones that you can use. And you can get really creative and really fun. So one of my clients, they sell um, they sell sweets. So they they said, oops, you've, you've left something delicious in your cart. So, you know, you can get really cute and really fun with your copy. And again, that's another way to engage with your audience and build that relationship with them and, and get them to like you, get them to feel like they know who you are um, as a person and as a brand and and you know just establish that rapport with them so you can have a mm. lot of fun with these emails and so um I send that one pretty much within four hours so just that little prompt um did you get it did, did you not get it and then there's a couple of different things that you can do for your next set of emails so usually I like to wait a day before I send a second follow-up um, and you can with Clavio, you can uh, you can split this into two different areas. So if it's a low value cart, you can just do um, like another prompt. Or if it's a high value cart, and you feel that something um, this might be that they might have objection points. So I mm-hmm. make that email too about answering any objections that they might have about purchasing that particular product. So again, this is probably all key messages that you already have. And if it's not, you can, you know, sit down and brainstorm some or sit down with your copywriter or whoever it is that's helping you put these together um, and brainstorm some objections and make sure that you're answering those objections within the email. You can also put a little bit of a sweetener in there by offering a discount. So with um, with a lot of the abandoned cart emails that I do for big agencies, and, and these are bigger brands that, you know, are rolling out a, a lot of um, revenue per year through Clavio. 
will offer a 10% discount at the second email. So we wait 24 hours. Um, if they still haven't purchased, if it's, um, you know, and obviously they'll have the data to back this up to make sure that this is the right kind of customer that they're sending this to. Mm-hmm. But they will send a little discount. How about 10% off your order? Will yeah, I used to buy? do that for yeah. Island Chrome. It would be the first, uh, the first email would be, hey, it looks like you forgot something. And then the second yeah. email would be, would a little discount help? And yeah. then we and then a third email saying that discount's about to expire. You know, we would t- give a time frame on that discount around, you know, don't forget, it's going to go away. Um, so, that's yeah, that's perfect. Cool. Yep. Yeah. yeah, we call yeah. that last call. So that last email is your last call, like your, your cart's about to expire or your discount's about to expire. And we create that little sense of urgency. So, you know, as you've had three shots at them, you've done a little prompt, you've offered a little discount and if they still haven't bought you create that sense of urgency so you can do that with a discount that's about to expire um or maybe the stock has almost run out we've only got a couple of items left in this size or something like that so you create that sense obviously with any sense of urgency I have to say it's got to be a real sense of urgency I wouldn't just make Mm. something up um because you know people are pretty savvy and they can see through things pretty easily so so long as it's genuine um you know you can put a timer on your on your discount so you can make it expire after a certain amount of time. So that is yep. a real sense of urgency. So it's basically it. how we do abandoned cart. It's pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Great. Incredible. Okay, so we've covered two uh, the two most important flows so far. We have got the welcome series and we've got the abandoned cart. So what's number three then? Because this is often where people just like, I've, done, I've got two flows, that's it. I don't need any more. Well, something that I think, um, oh, sorry. Something that I think a a lot of people don't realize that they can actually do is similar to abandoned cart, it's actually abandoned browser. So if somebody has viewed a product Mm -hmm. but has not added it to their cart, we can send a similar set of emails to them. Um, is that something that you had on your on your website? I did actually, but only because I think Clavio like sort of prompted us to do it and it was pretty much mm-hmm. just duplicating out the abandoned flow series. <laughs> it is, yeah. It's 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 basically this the exact same flow. So, you know, the the first little reminder, the second you answer objections, and the third one you create that sense of urgency. So you can add a discount to those as well. I love it. And do any of the other you know, MailChimps or anything like that offer that abandoned, uh, not abandoned carts or the browse abandonment? They do. I guess the thing is to um, keep in mind with, um, and this is the reason why I push Clavio onto people, I guess, because it Mm. doesn't matter how, where you start, what your starting point with Clavio is, but you can access pretty much the full functionality of Clavio even with just, you know, a couple of hundred subscribers. So when you get to... Um, things like MailerLite and MailChimp and, uh, you know, I've, I've even had clients in the past that were using um, HubSpot um, or, you know, lots and lots of different EPSs out there. So um, if you use those, sometimes you actually have to upgrade to, you know, the next level or a more premium right. service to be able to get, um, you know, access to, I guess, some more of the strategic flows. So a lot of them will, will have the very basics, which is, you know, you welcome an abandoned cart, but with some of them, um, you know, off the top of my head, I, I couldn't tell you what the pricing points or anything like that. Are, but yeah. just keep in mind um, when you're buying, so like, you have to upgrade it, to get it. You might have to, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's why I, I love Clavio as well. I mean, and it was something that I didn't even know could exist, and and it's just so intelligent, Clavio. You can see, you know, if if someone's already on your list 
and they're just browsing on your site for those that don't have this set up yet. Clavio will pick up that they've been hovering on a product and not actually finished purchasing it. And then that will trigger this uh, this flow as well. So it's just like, a, oh, hello, we see you having a bit of a look. Come back again. <laughs> That's right. It's amazing, isn't it, how smart these providers have gotten so that, you know, mm-hmm. they do a lot of the heavy lifting, um, you know. And as you said at the beginning, that this is sales that you could be making in your sleep. It's all automated. You don't have to worry about doing this day-to-day or keeping an eye on who's been on your site. It's all automated. Yeah, it's so great. And I love even Clavio. You can go into profiles, contacts that are on your uh, on your list, and you can see when the last time was that they were even active on your site. You can see all of their sales history. There's so much data inside of it that is that you can do then um, incredible things with all these different segments and things like that, which we won't go into today. But uh, um, Linda can help you set all of those up. But um, there, uh, you know, there's like so much in there that you could really, really tap into. So tell me, number four, what's the fourth most important flow? The fourth most important flow for me is something that probably a lot of people might do, but they didn't realize they could do this through Klaviyo or whatever email service provider they're using. And that's the customer thank you. Um, I think that this is this is very underrated. I don't know if this is something that sort of you did, you know, a set of email flows on, on your um, website when you had we a did. replay. I yet. think we did, but I think it might have just been sort of one email. Thanks so much. Yeah. And it might have been, thanks so much for your first purchase or thanks again. And then that was it. Yeah, you can. And that, and that is great. Like that, that in itself is really underrated. So I think, you know, with um, you'll obviously get your order confirmation emails and those will come automatic when you're setting up with WooCommerce or with Shopify. But with um, with Clavio, you can take it to the next level. So like you just said, you can have one where it splits the email that they're getting, whether or not it's a first time customer or a returning customer. But what I also like to do with these is I like to wait uh, uh, you know maybe a week or so and they've had time to actually try their product out so you know wear that um top mm. or wear those pants or try that cream that they've bought and then you can actually send a little um add on to the to the thank you um flow that says did you like your product would you like to review right. us on google would you like to review us on on facebook or on your website so um, i i just like to attach that to the flow because it keeps everything nice and consistent it's all automated. You don't have to worry about setting something up in your website to, to be able to send out these emails because you want to be able to keep as many of your emails within Clavio as possible because that's where you keep all of your behavioral data. So you can see, mm-hmm. as you just said, you can see who's opening them. You can see what yeah. they're doing with those emails. So, um, you know, having a follow-up to your thank you email is a fantastic way to get reviews. Yeah. No, it's so important. And I mean, here we are sending all these emails trying to win you folks and we've got people buying from us and we sort of neglect them, right? So show them some love as well. All right. Number five, what is the fifth one? So this one is what I call a sunset flow. And you can you can do this a couple of different ways. And some people might have also have heard of it as being a win back flow, which is similar but mm-hmm. slightly different. So this is how you keep your email list clean. So with um, any email uh, service provider, particularly Clavio, they will suppress a contact. So that means um, they'll suppress a profile. So that's somebody who is, um, you know, if you're getting either a hard bounce or a soft bounce too. So, you know, either the email just doesn't 
um, exist anymore or if soft bounce reasons are, you know, their inbox was full or other reasons. So Klaviyo will automatically start to bounce these people from your, you know, active list over to your suppressed list after a period of time. But an even better way to do it is to actually set up a sunset flow where you are cleaning up your email list and getting rid of people that are not engaged. And the reason we like to send this out as a flow because it's a fantastic way to actually re-engage unengaged um, profiles. So it doesn't just have to be, oh, I'm going to bounce them after 180 days. You can send a little email that says, hey, we haven't heard from you for a while. So there's a couple of different ways that you can do this. So when I do this with um, some, some of the bigger agencies, Again, we just use this as an opportunity to send out an offer. So again, you can, in Clavio, you can split it. So if it's somebody who's signed up to your email list, if they've never made a purchase, they can get one type of email. And if it's someone who's signed up to your mailing list and they've made a purchase in the past, but they haven't made a purchase for quite some time and they haven't been opening, say, your last um, 90 days worth of emails, you get to send a little email that says, hey, we miss you, or we've noticed that you haven't popped onto our website lately. Um, you know, we, we've noticed you haven't opened our emails lately. Again, you can get really creative and, and say what you want in these emails. Um, you know, how would a 10% discount um, sound, you know? And then you can even you can even ask people like, yes, I want to stay on your email list. They can click the little button that says yes, or they can say, you know what? No, thanks. I'm just going to opt out right now. So they can opt out. They can opt back in again. And again, I like to send this as a flow. So I'll usually send this only two or three times because if it's in an unengaged list, they're not, you know, a lot of the times they're not going to open it anyway. And this is why you'd probably want to have a really strong subject line um, to just yeah. try and really get that, you know, this is your last shot at them. Um, and so that if they, you can do it either two ways. So you can either have them choose to stay in. And if they don't choose to stay in, you can have them automatically just go to your suppressed list or you can, and this is a, can get a little bit finicky within Clavio, so get somebody who knows what they're doing to help. Um, or you can reverse it out and you can have somebody um, either choose to opt out. And if they don't choose to opt out, you might choose to just keep them on that mailing list for just that little bit longer and you can send them an, another one. And so um, that's your sunset. And your win backs are very similar to that, but that's more targeted at people that have made purchases before and you just want to get their business again. So again, you Love know, it. send a little discount or, or whatever it, yeah. it is, yeah, that you want to do. Yeah, the sunset's great. And that's something I never had. Um for a couple of reasons. Yeah, it, it does the cleaning out for you, hopefully, if, if they if they open it, that is. But I know it's quite tedious to manually unsubscribe people. Um, in Clavio is a bit of a, a bit of a process. You've got to export and then re-upload the list and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, it, it's good sort of list hygiene, if you will, um, and, and giving the the people the option to like, you know, we're gonna unsubscribe you. <laughs> Look, we notice you're not opening your emails anymore. Um, that's okay. It's, you know, we're not taking it personally or something like that. And you can, yeah, like you said, you can use if you know if it's in line with your brand and your key messages and your tone of voice you can use some humor and you can be a little bit cheeky or you know whatever it might be right but yeah it, it's a good it's a good practice i think to have that set up inside of um clavio what sort of time frame do you think would you recommend you know to to sort of flag someone or segment someone as as sort of um, disinterested or disengaged? Um, like some clients will go as early as 90 days, but I, I don't know. I'm pretty generous. I like to stretch it out to about 180 days. I've had some clients mm -hmm. that don't do this until it's been a full year since they have opened an email. So I probably like to be a little bit more regular than that. 
Um, yeah. Just to, like you said, keep good list hygiene. Yeah, 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 that's great. That's awesome. So to recap, our five uh, five recommended automated flows, ideally in Clavio, but in whatever software system you're using, um, are the welcome series. And the welcome series was sort of saying anywhere between three and five emails. Correct. And then the abandoned cart. I used to have three emails, but do you think like anywhere between two and three? Um, I prefer to have three, but I think two is acceptable. Yeah. 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 I used to use three because it would sort of, you know, I, I know people are busy, right? And often I, I'm a bit of a deleter when emails land. I'm like, nope, nope, nope. But by the third time, you might get my attention. <laughs> um, and then the abandoned browser is very similar to the abandoned card. It's for folks though that have already subscribed to your list. And so Clavio can pick them up that they've detected that they've been active on your website and looking at something. So that would be similar, right? Like maybe three emails. Yeah, three. Yes. Awesome. And then our customer thank you. And then would we split our customer thank you based on whether it's like a first-time purchaser or and a repeat purchase? Yeah. So in something cool that Clavio does is it can split a list and then it can join them back up together again. So um, that's called conditional splitting. So what you could do is you could have a split in there that says, like you said, first-time customer gets that, wow, thank you for, you know, thank you for your purchase. And then the repeat customer is, wow, thanks again. Um and then you can actually join them back up again and they can both receive the same follow-up one or two emails about getting a customer review. Yeah, I love that. And you showed us how to do that on the training inside of our um, mastermind group the other week, which blew my mind because I never knew you had to do that. I, I used to have like all these, you know, these splits that just go off on these little trees on their own, these arms of these <laughs> trees. I didn't realize you could all bring it back together. Um, and then we had number five, the sunset and win back flows. So sunset around uh, sort of that keeping a, a clean list and and reminding people they've not been active uh, or opened an email for a while with some sort of strong subject line to say, hey, open me, open me, or, you know, we're going to manually unsubscribe you. Um, and would, so we sort of said maybe two emails for that? I would do a minimum of two. I would never leave it at just one because, like you said, yeah. you know, this is a list that's not engaged, so they might take three yeah. of those. Yeah, so so ideally maybe three. And then the same with the win back flows, right? Like, hey, you've not made a purchase for a while. Um, we miss you. And, you know, maybe offering them some sort of incentive to come back and buy again. Exactly. I love it. I love it. It's so great. And I'm sure our, our listeners and anyone that watches this, this uh, also FYI for the listeners, we are uploading these videos on uh, YouTube and onto my website as well. So you can see these inter these, uh, these interviews as they happen. Um, but yeah, I think that's incredibly helpful. And I think it's something that a lot of people aren't doing. They do one or two flows and like, eh, that's enough. So it's it's something that I encourage all of you listening to go away and make sure that you have all of these flows built out with a number of emails like we chatted about to make sure that you are giving your um you, you know your your business and yourself the best chance of recapturing uh, people, you know, and encourage them to make that sale. So thank you so much, Linda. This has been so, so, so helpful. Thank you for sharing all of your knowledge and expertise, um, not just today in my podcast, but in my group the other week as well. Um, you're a superstar. If people want your help, how how can they work with you? Um, they can jump onto my website or they can contact me directly through any of my social media accounts. Um, and just ask me about my email marketing packages. I've got a few different packages, um, so I might have something that works for them. 
Amazing. And we'll link all, you know, we'll, we'll share all of your links and details about how to work with uh, Linda and in and Ashlink Digital inside of the show notes here as well. So um, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been so, so great to talk to you again. Thank you, Jodie. Thanks for having me. Thank you. And thanks everyone for listening. And I will be back again next week. Stay tuned. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Online Store Success with me, Jody Minto. If you loved it, please share it with your friends on Instagram and tag me at I am Jody Minto so I can say thank you. And if you really want to make my day, please go ahead and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and give me a follow. If you'd like my help in starting or scaling your online store, be sure to check out my free resources and programs at jodyminto.com. Thanks again and... Same time, same place next week. Bye for now.